Today is the 6th of May 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular time of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you want to download the script for today, click the download button in the show notes, you'll get a PDF for today. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then we have a giving page through Give, Send, Go. Again, the link to to the giving page is in the show notes. And if you'd like more information about the podcast, head to www.rayborris.co.uk. Again, link is in the show notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Loving God, I'm running late today. There's nothing for me to run to, so why do I worry? Yes, there are jobs to be done and people to call. But it's not like I need to be anywhere this morning. It's not like I need to be in anywhere this morning. Help me to let go of the expectations, please, Lord. The expectations that things have to be done. And help me to rest in your arms today, to stop, to breathe, to enjoy the day. Father, I'm I'm aware of those who need to be places. Medical staff, shop workers, teachers, delivery drivers who need to be in all places at the same time, it appears. Bless them and protect them, God. But today I am not one of them. So help me to rest. Amen. Ezekiel 20.12 I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between us, so they would know that I, the Lord, made them holy. So, how have you found being in lockdown? If you're actually in lockdown, because I appreciate there are places that are coming out of lockdown or may not actually be in lockdown. What has been the biggest challenge that you have faced? For me, one of the biggest challenges I have faced over the last six weeks because that's how long we've been in lockdown in the UK, has been having a day off. You see, like many people, I have to work from home. No big difference there. But as I said, I haven't had a proper day off. Well, I can count on two fingers the amount of actual days off I've had in the six weeks that we've been in lockdown. Days when I haven't had to answer the phone or reply to an email or prepare a food service or run a food parcel to someone. And I found myself having to ask myself, how is that honoring God? Today's verse in Ezekiel talks about the Sabbath day of rest being a sign. That day of rest is actually an indication that we have been made holy, put aside for God. And so, in a way, observing the Sabbath, whenever that may be, because not everybody has the opportunity to take it on a Sunday, it indicates our trust in God. The Sabbath requires us to trust God that the world won't fall apart when we rest. And my not taking a day to rest and recuperate shows me that actually I don't trust God. It's a hard thing to admit, but I feel for myself at least that it's true. So how about you? How's your day of rest going? Do you keep it? Or like me, has it become a concept rather than a reality? Because my challenge to us all today is to take the time to simply rest. 
rest in God's goodness, and not worry about anything. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, prepare our minds to hear your word. Fill every heart that longs for you with your presence, Lord. Teach us to love truth and to seek its freedom everywhere. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today we're reading Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were, staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard his own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? 
How is it that each one of us hears them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamite, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them all declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said they've had too much wine. But Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowds, Fellow Jews, and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, signs and wonders, which God did among you through him as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet, and knew that God had promised him an oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, He spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Christ Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about three thousand were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship, 
to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to the number daily those who were being saved. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the show notes. Click the links. They'll take you to wherever we need to go. We would love to pray with you. So drop us a line. Let us know if we can pray for you. Today, we've been asked to pray for Linda. And Linda's sister died last night. So let's just offer up Linda in our prayers quickly, shall we? Father, we ask that you be with Linda this morning. We thank you that in our grief and in our sorrow, you are still with us, that you are beside us, that you hold us tightly in your arms. The psalmist writes that you've collected our tears in a bottle, Lord, a reminder that you share in our pain and our loss. So, Lord, be with Linda this morning. Be her comfort and her strength. Remind her that she is not alone and that you are alongside her. Loving God, we bring all of these prayers in the name of your precious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Amen. And our prayer for today. Jesus, I'm tired. My mind is frazzled. My hands are full. And my emotions are reeling with all the things that I have to do. Help me to come to you in the middle of the overwhelm. Remind me of your ever-present help in my times of need. Show me how to rest in you. Reveal to me both the beauty in the work and in the rest. Calm my anxious thoughts and encourage my heart with your nearness. Instruct me in your ways. Lord, bring productivity and contentment out of the peace and comfort I find. Settle me in your truth and in your love. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way.